Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by former Billings Royal and current Yakima Valley Community College player, Dan Blanchard. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. So why don't we start off by you telling us a little bit about where you're at and what you're doing now? Oh, this is my third year at Yakima Valley Community College. Uh, last year, well, in 2020 was my first year, and then COVID hit, so I got a, an extra year because of that. Um, last year went really well for me, I think. Uh, my first little college games, I guess. I did pretty good. I think I was a top 10 NLAC pitcher. And then over the summer, I kind of got hurt. Uh, I had some nerve issues with my elbow. So I'm just now getting back to 100% with that right now. Oh, no. Is your um, What did you do to heal your elbow up? Uh, I went to the doctor, and they said I could either get surgery to, like, move the nerve around in my elbow, or I could just do a lot of the stretching and just keep my arm healthy as much as possible. Yeah. Surgery could be a rough choice. CJ actually just had Tommy John, like, a week or two oh, ago. God. So. Yeah. Yeah. He completely – he didn't completely tear. He actually uh, – had a few of the fibers left on his UCL, but it was pretty well done. <laughs> yeah. Just the time it takes to come back, I wouldn't have been able to play all fall. So yeah. didn't really have a choice with that one. Yeah. So that kind of goes into another one of my questions that I have. How did your fall ball season go? Uh, this fall was really good. Uh, I started out, I wasn't really where I was at. I wanted to be at velocity wise, but pitchability, I think I got a lot better. Uh, I make more decisions as a pitcher instead of just, throwing the ball now yeah. um I gave up my first college home run uh to my buddy Josh at Yakima so that was a real uh, ego check but you know good guy to give it up to I guess yeah exactly so you know all the way through you were quite the flamethrower I mean you threw darts in legion ball how did you get your velocity up so high because I mean a lot of guys in legion aren't touching what you touched in high school um, I think sophomore and junior year, I was throwing a lot of sidearm. Uh, that was just how I kind of grew up throwing. Um, and I got a lot more movement on my pitches, especially my slider. But going into senior year, I kind of just changed it to throwing over the top. I really thought it was going to be my last year playing because I was throwing like 81 as a junior. And then senior hit, senior year hit, I think I hit like 88 the second week of the season. And then it just kept climbing from there. And I think it was just the changing of the arm slot. And, of course, getting stronger and eating a lot more. But, yeah, that was about it. Yeah, that's crazy that just an arm slot change can do that for you. Yeah, and I just kind of decided to throw as hard as I can because I thought it was going to be my last season anyways. So I wasn't really worried about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you – you started for Legion. Are you a starter or are you a reliever at Yakima? My freshman year I started – uh, until we got canceled. And then last year I started, but I got moved to being a closer. Uh, I gave up more walks than I wanted to as a starter. And I was just kind of struggling around the zone. And then I moved to being a closer. And I don't think I gave up a run uh, in like 11 appearances as a closer. Wow. So, yeah, it just worked for me last year. But this year I definitely want to be starting again. Yeah, well, I mean, but being a closer, you could just go in there and throw as hard as you want. And yeah. <laughs> you're only in there for an inning. So, I mean, you don't want to give up any runs, but you can throw 94, you know, yeah. for an inning where being a starter, you kind of have to keep your juice going. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, mentally it was easier being a closer because when I was a starter, I was just so focused on like preparing and my plan going into it. 
but as a closer, you just your name gets called, you just go in there and throw. Yeah, definitely that mentality is way different. Yeah. So you mentioned this, but how did it feel to touch 90? I think you're the hardest thrower I've had on the podcast so far. How did it feel to touch 90? Um, I don't remember the first time I did. I think I was a senior, but we didn't really have radar guns. Uh, I know my first time was my freshman year. I think it was in like maybe October or something. I just remember I saw that and I was, I was really excited because as a pitcher, you're like 90 is a baseline now to go into college pretty much. But, you know, just 90 is not enough anymore. You have to have a lot of different pitches and you have to be just mentally strong as a pitcher. You just can't go out there and throw hard every day. You have to be all around a good pitcher. Oh, definitely. And you definitely have that. I mean, you had stuff too that, you know, helped, helped accompany your 90 mile an hour. Yeah. Very well. So you at Yakima have a few teammates that have been Billings Royals. You know, yeah. you have Freeders that was there. Um, I think Jason, I think Lion One was there too. Yeah, he was. And um, what has it meant to have those high school friends continue into college with you? Uh, going into Yakima, I was like really nervous because uh, I've never like been to Washington that much before and I didn't know much about it. And I signed, well, I didn't really sign, but I decided to go there so late in the process that uh, all the new kids kind of already knew each other and I was just kind of showing up. But having Freeders to like pretty much introduce me to the program was really helpful to me. Oh, definitely. And then, so what did your recruitment process go like? You said you signed late. Mm-hmm. So going into my senior year, I didn't have any like options. I wasn't getting any interest. And then I remember in Gillette, Wyoming, uh, Jamestown was the first school that talked to me and wanted to like uh, sign me eventually. And then throughout the season, I had looks from like a bunch of NAIs around here, some junior colleges in Oregon. And then um, we went to Minnesota my senior year. I think it was like July 12th, we played against Eden Prairie and uh, South Dakota State uh, texted me and they were at the game. Uh, and they eventually offered me, but I decided not to go there. And then MSUB also offered me, but I didn't want to go there either because I just kind of want to get out of Montana. Yeah, I don't believe then, that one. <laughs> yeah, and then Frieders uh, convinced me to go to Yakima uh, after I emailed Coach Trust Angel. And then like five minutes later, I was on the phone with him. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So after you're done with your um, time at community college, do you plan to go on to a four-year school? Oh, that's the plan right now. Uh, I've had a little bit of interest from a few schools around the country, but I think once the spring starts and I actually get on the mound and start pitching in games again, I think that's when recruiting will uh, jump up and be real, like real part of what I'm doing now. That's awesome. All right. So let's play a little, you know, what's your dream school? If you could get someone to have interest in you. Uh, as a kid growing up, I lived in Oregon. So obviously Oregon state was a huge thing, but uh, the school I remember the most is uh, TCU down in Texas. Whenever yeah. I'd watch college world series, it'd always be TCU against someone or uh, Cal state Fullerton. Uh, they've always oh. had really good pitching and um, yeah. I just love, like they always wear the same stuff like blue, orange, pinstripes, that's their only thing, you know, like fancy jerseys. So just get out there and just do your job. 
So you mean you don't want to go to Oregon where they have like a different <laughs> uniform for every game because they're owned by Nike? Uh, I mean, going to Oregon would be cool. Going to any Division One school would be cool, but yeah, I've got my preferences, but I definitely go to any school right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Oregon State, they actually had a kid from Great Falls. They had, I think his name was Tyler Graham. Yeah, I uh, played with a few kids from Oregon State actually over the years, uh, either going there or have been there. And uh, they've all been just insane baseball players. Everyone I've played with now is just so much better than how I used to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. So in Legion, you played, um, you pitched, obviously, but you also played third. You did play a little bit of first. Do you miss playing the field at all? Um, I mean, when pitches were thrown slow, yeah, because hitting was a lot of fun. But I got to college, and I was like, oh, maybe I should have kept hitting. But then I saw pitchers throwing, like, 92, 93, and then the curveballs were moving, like, 16 feet or inches. And I was like, uh, hitting probably wasn't my thing anyways. <laughs> yeah no i mean the level of competition is definitely up there a little bit so what's your day-to-day life like as a college athlete um i wake up around nine every morning i try to get around eight to ten hours of sleep a night just to help my body rest uh i eat breakfast and then i immediately hop into schoolwork um even not taking a lot of classes right now since i already have my associate's degree um, it's still a lot. I try to keep straight A's as much as possible. So about two to three hours of schoolwork and then it's eating again. Uh, and then going to practice, practice for around two, two and a half hours and then lift for about an hour and a half and then come home, eat, and then just try to get to bed and do the same thing the next day. Yeah, no, I cannot imagine that schedule. I mean, yeah. You're basically doing something all the time. You don't have yeah. time for any social. <laughs> yeah. We use, sometimes have like 6 a.m. workouts or conditioning days for a certain part of the week. And that's when that's when the sleep kind of sucks. But oh, man, I get it done. Yeah, no kidding. So <clears throat> um, you're playing summer ball mm-hmm. in Yakima Valley there. How did you get into that? Well, my freshman year, I was going to play in the same league uh, for Bend Elks. I grew up in Bend, Oregon, so I went to their games all the time and then got canceled because of COVID. And then my coach, Coach Crest Angel, took the job as the Pippins head coach, just asked me and Frieders, like, hey, you want to play for me this summer? You just got to stay in Yakima pretty much the whole year. I was like, yeah, uh, it's easy with my house. It's easy with, like, traveling. And just the talent in that league is – I've never seen anything like that before. Like every pitch was thrown 93, 95. Uh, I played with a kid this summer, Noah Williamson. I got drafted. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think he hit like 18 home runs in the first half of the season. And he's his hardest hit ball was a line drive to a third base in like 112 miles an hour. It was like these kids are just, they look like adults playing high school baseball. <laughs> it's just, That's crazy everyone's so good and the talent's so up there and the fans the experience I had last summer even not playing was I've never like experienced that before and I never traded away for anything oh definitely so what teams do you guys play in your conference uh Juco or in the Pippins um both uh so for community college we play Spokane Community College uh Walla Walla uh Wenatchee Valley 
Blue Mountain, which is in Pendleton, Oregon, and then Treasure Valley is in Ontario, Oregon. Oh, okay. oh and then Columbia Basin, which is in Tri-Cities. Okay. So I think our farthest travel is like six hours, so it's not like terrible. Cool. So for Treasure Valley, you'll be playing Nicolaisen. Yeah, I played him last year. Uh, <laughs> I struck him out, but <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. Based on one, struck him out, and then just moved on. Well, that's cool. And then on the Pippins, we go all over the Northwest. I think this year we go to Canada a few times. Um, my favorite place to play at was Bellingham. They have a oh, kind yeah. of a small facility, but the stadium's like, the bleachers are right on top of the field, and the fans always like sell out the place. So it was really fun. People oh, are talking cool. to you as the away team, they're kind of tripping you when you're throwing. It's fun. <laughs> kind of like a Legion game, then, huh? Yeah, Legion against the Scarlets and the parents are yelling at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, speaking about Legion, what was your favorite Legion memory? Oh, I have a lot. Uh, junior year, definitely winning state was a lot of fun. Uh, we had a really good team that year. I think we only lost like 10 games the whole year. Uh, we, that team was so, we were so well bonded, I think. It was just kind of a brotherhood. And then winning mm -hmm. state was finally just that culmination of all that. So that was a lot of fun. A lot of weightlifting, a lot of your shoulders too, going into the season as a favorite. Um, I think hitting wise is probably hitting my home run at state my senior year. Um, I think I was the only home run in that tournament, but doing it at dealer uh, in front of your friends and family was a lot of fun. Well, and dealer's not an easy field to hit it out of either. Oh, no. I love pitching there because. No one's going to hit it out. <laughs> no, it's such a big field, especially if you hit it out to left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you guys did have a really good bond on that team. What is that? What did that mean to you to have such a bond with those guys? It was more than like just baseball. It was like friends. I remember hanging out with them outside of baseball, even though we had baseball every day for, what, eight months? Mm -hmm. It was just being friends with the guys and just talking about all everything and being on the bus with them for what, 14 hours for a road trip sometimes just yeah. knowing everything about a guy makes you play a lot better with them oh for sure that definitely you know helps your team chemistry a ton i yeah. mean i not even being you know associated with the team at that point because cj i think was at post four even at that point mm -hmm. um you could feel it with you guys for sure yeah it was a lot of fun. I mean, the Kalispell yeah. fans didn't really like us, but I mean, <laughs> no one really likes flipped. The, <laughs> no one really likes the Royals anymore. No, that's kind of flipped though. Bozeman's really? more of the biggest. Oh yeah, I guess they've won it like what 2020, 2019? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, and then Helena won it last year. Yeah, and the Royals came in second, but yeah, the Royals are always up there, so people don't really like that. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm not mistaken, you were on the Royals as a sophomore and you maybe swung as a freshman. I'm not entirely sure about that, but I'm pretty sure you're on as a sophomore, right? Yeah, I was on as a sophomore. Freshman year, I was only on the Blue Jays. But, okay. Um, yeah. But what was it like to be the youngest on that team? And how did, you know, your multiple years of being on the AA level help you? Uh, sophomore year, I had a couple of friends that were also sophomores. Um like Cole and Atticus. So we, I wasn't like the, the only young guy, but uh, even not getting a lot of at-bats, I still pitched a lot. And just being around a lot of the older guys, like the seniors on that team, which is 
it was a good like growing up experience i think even like my junior year being with frieders brooks and Cade torgerson mm-hmm. just learning about them really helped me too oh for sure so you have mentored a lot of the younger guys i mean i know you helped with cj when he's been coming up and just a few other guys in the system what geared you to want to do that and what does it mean to you that you've done that for those other players um i started out like just i just wanted everyone to be good on the team so we'd win more it wasn't really like a like teaching anybody or like wanting a specific person to get better i just wanted the team to get better because i remember my junior like going into senior year i thought we were gonna be really bad (laughs) to be honest and then just remembering my junior year experience and how everybody was we all like built each other up and helped each other and we were all just so good. I just wanted that experience to happen again. So I helped, I tried to help the younger guys with like their mental side, like not being so upset after you strike out because you're going to get what a hundred at bats over a summer, over a spring and summer. So worrying about one isn't going to make you or the team better. It's going to pretty much bring everyone down and then just pitching. You just got to, just throw strikes pretty much. You're not going to strike everyone out. So just get ground balls as much as you can, get pop-ups, just do your job as a pitcher and don't try to be the only guy on the field. For sure. So what advice do you have for, you know, the 15 and 16 year olds in the program now that want to be seen and so not only to get seen, but how to get better so that they'll be seen? I think first the mental side of the game. Uh, Yakima, uh, Coach Cash, our assistant coach, we have mental mental talks a lot, and it's helped me tremendously. I got to Yakima, I was kind of like, I was so nervous about just everything, just trying to be my best all the time, but that's not going to happen. You just have to give 100% of what you have each day, whether you're sick or whether you're feeling good. Just go out there and give your team what you got and just be where your feet are every day. So if you're at school, Think about school and that's it. Think about whatever homework you've got. Oh, and when we got the baseball field, strictly think about baseball. If you think about everything at once, like family, school, baseball, you're just gonna get overwhelmed and you won't want to play anymore. So just be where your feet are. And yeah, just take every, if you want to get better and be seen by colleges, you got to get strong. Uh, lifting is a huge thing, uh, lifting smart. Uh, don't be a bodybuilder in the weight room, be a baseball player and lifting, eating and getting a lot of sleep. That's pretty much what it is. Awesome. It's always like Yogi Bear. I think it was said baseball is 90% mental and 10% physical. Yeah. Yeah. The mental side is no joke. Uh, I've seen kids throw helmets after they strike out and then they reset next up they'll hit a home run. So yeah, it's just, you give like, 30 seconds for your last at bat and then you're on to the next one yeah i mean throwing helmets cussing i yeah. think who was it was it david ortiz i think he broke his hand or he broke it no he broke a phone yeah in baltimore i think <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's one of the best hitters ever so he probably had a good good reason i mean he's that. allowed to do that kind of thing <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah yeah, no, it's definitely a mental game and it can get to you if you let it. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely with pitching. Like that's probably the hardest mental thing ever. Cause I gave up that home run this fall. Uh and then that was I was like low for probably about a week. I was really mm-hmm. upset. 
Well, and especially a starter, because, I mean, you're still going after you give up a home run or give up a run. Yeah. I'm not going to pull you. I think I closed that game, actually. So I, I kind of gave up the lead for our team. Oops. <laughs> I faced that same kid about, like, three or two weeks later. And I think I got him to, like, pop up twice and strike out. So, you know, just one at bat isn't going to define your playing career. Yeah, there you go. So my one final question that kind of lead in, or led into that with that kid is there anybody in your career that's just full on had your number? Oh, uh, Lethbridge, Ty Penner, the first baseman or right fielder. I think I faced him at the state like four times and he got a hit every time. And then when we go up to Lethbridge, just a hit every single time. And I'd, I get to two strikes on him, just hit or a walk. And I have no idea how <laughs> he did it. Wow. Yeah. It's been weird. The last couple of years, we haven't had those Canadian teams and, Oh yeah, because of yeah, because of COVID. Girl, like, they'll be able to come down this year. When I was on the Royals, I think we played them like a total of like sixteen times in three years of state. Because he'd always wow. open up against them, always play them like the second place game or whatever to go into the tournament or the championship. And I think we faced them in the championship like twice. So oh, and they're tough. Oh yeah, they don't, they're always a sneaky like middle of the pack team. They're yeah. the best like four or five seed team ever for sure for sure well hey thanks so much for your time tonight dan and thanks for coming yeah. on it's been great having you mm-hmm. yeah thank you